what's going on, Trade Knowledge family, and welcome back to another episode of the Trade Knowledge News Talk. Today, we got two movie reviews for y'all today, and a lot of mainstream news for y'all to, for us to talk about. As we are heading into the month of October, that's right, spooky month, Halloween month is upon us. So, um, well, without further ado, let's get started with our mainstream news for today. So, and our first piece of news is Mark Grisazzi. Double down on comic books uh, movies, saying that they are not cinema. So, let's see what he had to say. The theaters had to step up to make them places where people want to go and enjoy themselves or want to go and see something that moves them. If Hollywood makes nothing but comic book and franchise movies and certain segments of the audience don't want to see those films, then nothing is going to get them uh, to, to a cinema. The danger there is what it is doing for our culture because there are going to, to be generations now that think movies are only those that what movies are. So there's been a lot of conversations about that. So I even post a, um, an Instagram post that a guy talks about that, um, that more independent films are going to be the future because Hollywood today is more focused on our IPs and like franchises and other stuff. And he's not wrong. So, but um, if you look at directors like Martin Gorsese, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, and like the other, uh, like the other famous directors that they always make um, new stuff and, and uh, or, uh, a different uh, uh, movie set that defines uh, cinema. So, you can't really call uh, comic book movies like cinema, but but there's only been some that's like more worth cinema. Like for example, the the Dark Knight trilogy with Christopher Nolan, or the um the very first um that Black Panther because uh, that was the, the the last Marvel movie that has been like nominated like for, for the Academy Awards, including like that Best Picture. That that's been a long time. So a lot of people argue say like which is cinema which is a blockbuster and all the other stuff. But, but like, it doesn't matter uh, well, who you are. Um, if you enjoy, like, that certain movies, uh, that, that's on you. Um, if you're the type of person that, that loves to be moved in a certain cinema movies, that, that's you. If you're the type of person that likes to be wild and enjoyable, like, for blockbuster movies, that's you. So, ain't nobody gonna uh, tell you of, um, what you want to see or you should not see. That, that, that's up to you. A lot of people are gonna have their voice, their opinions, and all, and all that other stuff. So, but um, uh, but Martin Scorsese, uh, he's not wrong at either. He has his uh, fair, fair points, and I do uh, understand where where he's coming from as a filmmaker myself. So, it is what it is. Moving on, Target reportedly held DVD and Blu-ray sales in certain locations. So let's read this here. Some Target stores have reportedly stopped selling DVDs, Blu-rays, and CDs in their stores. With movie displays in the parts of, uh, of the store where they sell other physical media like books and video records. This move is entirely unexpected. The retailer has a significant amount of space and dedicated to movies and music until 2021 or so. Has been reduced to the foot footprint of its uh, disc sales for the last few years, 
Best Buy recently moved the home video section from their stores, with a physical media still in most locations being records and video games. So, but you can still rent like Blu-rays, DVDs, all that stuff on, on, on Amazon. They still gonna have theirs there, but it's just a matter of like stores like Target, Best Buy, are they gonna continue doing stuff? Because right now, more people are focused on buying uh, stuff on digital or just waiting for it to come out on streaming and like all the other stuff. Like, uh, but let me ask y'all: Are you are you the type of person that still buy physical DVDs and physical Blu-rays uh, as your collection? So, with that being said, there, uh, moving on. The WGA reached a tentative agreement with studios. So, in case y'all had noticed, the writer strike has ended, but the SAG after strike is still going on. But um, let's read the um what the new tentative agreement that the WGA has uh, has agreed to. According to sources in and around the final negotiations, no voices were raised as nobody stormed out of the room because it because uh, during this final stretch but the studios made it clear that if there wasn't a deal this weekend and preferably before the U UBK uh, sundown they were planning to move on to, to the uh, to the SAG Afron the in-person meetings of the past weekend gave away a zoom yesterday and today the studio side complained that the guild did not know how to close, that they are kept back and kept coming back with more and more and more. The guild complained that they they hit a wall on Thursday, while uh, on Thursday when the studios outright said they won't uh, negotiate a couple of favorite issues. Both sides under the incredible pressures of their consumers after a 146-day strike recognized that the deadline was today and potentially the weeks from now. And with that in mind, so it tells you that uh, that, that the writers have a, a, a three-year deal. So, we, uh, so after those three years, they can either um, uh, renew or uh, negotiate for another contract, but well, we don't know just yet. So they they have a three year deal as of right now. So um, what are we at twenty? So by I think by the end of twenty twenty six, and then that's when uh, we will know if they're gonna renew or they need to change the negotiation or other stuff like that. But um, and with that being said, moving on. Sony hacked again. Hackers are offering to sell the data. So, this is coming from I, uh, IGN saying that Sony has said it has launched an investigation after a ransomware group claimed had to be the branch of the company's uh, the, the, the systems. Cybersecurity Connect reported that the ransom group called itself ransom.vc. Uh, Claim that has a breach Sony groups and threatened to sell uh, the st stolen data. 
we have successfully compressed sis all the Sony systems. Resim.vc claim on both on the clear and dark nets, as reported by Cyber Security Connect. We won't ransom them. We will sell the data due to Sony not wanting to pay. Data is for sale. Man, that's crazy. So I don't know well, what Sony going to do, but hopefully they um, find a way out of it. But um, moving on. Taylor Swift. The concert now getting a global theatrical release, of course. But let's read this article here. It's the same. The tour isn't the only thing we're, ta- we're taking war tour. The anti-hero maker wrote on Instagram. Ben is so excited to tell you all that the Eras Tour concert film is now officially coming to theaters worldwide on October 13th. So you can expect a lot of theater rooms to be packed. But moving on. SAG authorized a second strike against video games. Oh boy. Let's read what the Hollywood Report has to say. The SAG Afron may soon have another strike on his hands. On Monday, union members voted. And 98.32% in favor of the strike authorized against the video game industry. With 34, 60, 87 members casting ballots and we were representing a percentage of 27.47% of eligible voters. While the results don't guarantee a work Stoppage will occur. It gave it gives union no negotiators negotiators the ability to call a strike during their ongoing nego- negotiations for a new interactive media agreement if they do, don't deem uh, one necessary. It's time for the video game companies to stop playing games and get serious about reaching an agreement on this contract. Said the Zach Efron president friend and uh, does sir. Sorry, I pronounced the name. The result of this vote shows our memberships understand the exic- the existence natures of these negotiations, and that it is time for now for these companies made billions of uh, made billions of dollars uh, and paying. Their CEOs to give performers an agreement. To keep the uh, 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 performing in video games as a viable career. So, like I said, now that the writer strikes over, now we got to get the actors that back together. So, and give them a deal, y'all. So, that includes uh, uh, movie and television studios and now the video game industry. So, y'all know what y'all need to do.
Moving on. The G, uh, the Gen V, which is another spinoff of The Boys on Amazon Prime, debuts on Rotten Tomatoes with 100%. So we got two critics here. Um, one is saying that Gen V is very entertaining. Through some of the colorful aspects, won't wow you. The story is engaging enough to keep you ready and wanting for more. And then lastly, from Nick uh, Zosuris from the Daily Bread saying, it's energized by some of his go for bro um, creativity, sharp uh, social uh, commentary, and his prayer uh, already a sense of humor as his big TV brother. It reconfirms that this franchise remains the comic book uh, genre only consists of majority player. So that, that that's looking good there. So I have watched the um the first three episodes. It, it, it looks it looks uh, really good so far. So I can't wait for what, what the rest of the season has to offer. Moving on. How much does Vin Diesel make in each Fast and the Furious movie? So, we got some, some, some numbers here. Some are disclosed and some are, are, are not available, but let's read through them. So, for the first Fast and the Furious that came in 2001, he earned to, 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 uh, 2 million. The second Fast and the Furious, he was not there for that one. Um... Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, yeah, the, uh, uh, that that was a cameo. So you didn't really even know. Uh, we don't know that, that that number there. Um, the fourth Fast and Furious, that one is uh, undisclosed, so we don't know that one there. Um, Fast Five, he earned uh, the fifteen million. Fast and the Furious Six, that's also uh, undisclosed. We don't know that one there. Furious Seven. He earned uh, for forty-seven million. Um, the fate of the furious. So he, he took a pay cut there and earned uh, twenty million. And then the same thing goes for uh, Fast Nine and uh, Fast X. Uh, earned uh, the uh, twenty million. So that's how much of uh, uh, Van Diesel make uh, in each of uh, Fast and the Furious movie. So um, he earned a lot for um, uh, for for Furious Seven. So that was the not, and then like, I guess like after Furious Seven, he wanted like uh, to take a pay cut, so and then uh, everyone else get get paid as well. So that uh, that's how it is there, and then um, moving on. As I said, that the writer strike is over, and now the writers are going back to work. So, following a tentative agreement on the new contract. With the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers, the Board of the WGA West and Council of the WGA East voted unanimously to lift the strike order at 3.01 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday. The decision means writers can return to work before a battle vote that was held, the vote to be held from October 2nd to October 9th. So... There is going to be some um, uh, some meetings uh, so so there to, to discuss over um, the, the the agreement and some contracts uh, there. So hopefully we'll see like 
uh, more details on, on that. Moving on. Could the after strike end soon with meetings next week? But um, let's hear what Deadline has to say. As the WGA leadership and members moves forward, the subscribers tentative agreement with the studios and streamers that the 160,000 strong actors union could be sitting down with the AMPTP within days, riding the momentum that has hit Hollywood since the WGA and the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers struck the deal on September 24th. SAG Avron leaders has penned in the meeting with uh, Carl Lamborghini led by the end of next week will hurt. So hopefully um, the actors can get a, a deal uh, as well that, that they're looking for. Moving on. Star Trek 4 writer confirms that the project is still on strike. Now to remind you, this is the Chris Pine version of Star Trek. So um, let's read what the article says from, com from Coming Soon says, it is. It is still on track, she says. I love that the project, and it was another one that I had to hop off, off to direct this movie. And that it was a hard thing to do. But I love that everyone, everybody involved within the project. However, it's currently unclear if Beer have already left Star Trek 4 in order to shift her focus on directing Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, which will be coming out next week. Or if her work is on the project, is temporarily on hold while Paramount continues to search for uh, for, for a new director. So, hopefully we get some more uh, details on that. So, moving on. We, feel, we officially got the confirmation on who James Gunn is revealing which actors are returning to his new uh, DCEU. So, first off, we got um, John Cena will be coming back at, as Peacemaker. Viola Davis will be coming back as um, <clears throat> as Amanda Waller. And then, of course, the um, the, um, the the Cobra Kai actor uh, the, will be returning as um, uh, Blue Beetle as well. So the, those are the first three confirmed actors that from the um, from the DCEU will be in the new DC, DCU with um the, with James Gunn. So and um well with that in mind, the Marvels is currently now the shortest movie in MCU history. So apparently, the Marvels is apparently going to be an hour and forty seven minutes. Sound like a no, no, no big deal to me, but um, let's look at the previous uh, shortest uh, MCU movies and the longest MCU movies. So let's look at the um, the top three shortest MCU movies. So the first, uh, uh, the first Thor was an hour and fifty-seven minutes. The second Thor um was an hour and fifty-two minutes, and then the same thing for the uh, the, the Incredible Hulk. It was an hour and 52 minutes. Now, let's look at that, the three longest MCU movies. So, we got The Eternals, 
which is two hours and 36 minutes. Uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever is a two hours and 41 minutes. And then, of course, An Avengers Endgame is three hours and, and one minute. So, I, I, it's really not a big deal. But for me, uh, the based on the Mar the Marvel sort of running time, so it is what it is. Moving on, Netflix has officially sent out their last DVD mails out today. So let's see what Variety has to say. It is the official end of Netflix's DVD era. The company is mailing out its very last red envelopes on Friday. Uh, September uh, 29th. As a parting gift to its loyal DVD by mail members, Netflix will let them keep any uh, discs they still have out as part of the final DVD shipment on September 29th. Customers may be able to get up to 10 extra red envelopes randomly selected from their cures and they opted out into the final surprise or promo. A Netflix rep confirmed that the customers will not be charged of any unreturned disses. So, yep, that's the last time they'll be sending DVDs, y'all. It's all going to be straight um, streaming from now on for Netflix. Moving on. It looks like Aladdin 2 got killed by the Will Smith map. So, let's look at the timeline here. So, all the way back to May uh, 2019, Aladdin came out and it's gone over to make a, a $1.5 billion in the box office. So, in February of 2020, Disney has confirmed that Aladdin 2 was in the works. And then by March 2022, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. And now, on March of 2023, Mensah Mansour, the, the current uh, Aladdin star, says the sequel now is very unlikely. So, I don't know. It looks like um, it's uh, Aladdin Two is probably off the table, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Moving on, the House of Dragons finished filming season two. Alrighty, let's see what Variety has to say. The hit HBO show finished filming its second season during the Hollywood strikes. Even though most major television shows were forced to halt production over the summer because their cast and crew that were members of the WGA and the SAG Afron, House of Dragons season two was permitted to continue filming since the script was already completed and everyone involved was working under the United Kingdom Union contracts. So, um, if, um, if a project is not like, uh, in the United States, then they will like, will continue to, to, to work on it. And they was, um, have a, like a certain, uh, company that's not for the United States or have like a, um, a tenement deal or, um, a temporary uh, deal, then they, they, they can still uh, film and all that other stuff. So, um, uh, gladly that the House of Dragons season two has finished filming and now they can uh, um, get everything to work. So, um, when season two is going to be premiering? Probably in like fall of 2024. 
give it. I, uh, that, that's my earliest take. Moving on. James Gunn says BDC News is on the way. Hmm. Let's see what, what Deadline has to say. Gunn responded, I don't know even know where we are with everything. As I haven't been able to talk with other writers while this has been happily throughout, I am very happy with the outcome. The strike was a real wrench uh, in the process for sure. So I will have to see wh where we are on everything for the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I imagine more news out in the not too distant future. So um, we also got some top five big news on the way to see what the rumors is going to be. So uh, number one, is, uh, we got saying who's going to be playing Batman. Number two, who's going to be the villain in uh, Superman Legacy. Number three, are we getting a new Wonder Woman or is Gal Gadot going to remain Wonder Woman? Number four, who is Jason Moore going to be playing? Is it still going to be Aquaman or is it going to be Lobo? And then lastly, what the tone is going to be. So we don't know what the news is going to be. So but everybody just uh, just keep your um eyes on, on everything and wait to see well, what the news is going to be. But um, that's all the mainstream news that we have for y'all today. And um, let's get into our first movie review that, that we have for y'all today. And that's going to be on Saw X or Saw 10, whatever you like to call it. So this is basically a direct sequel to the first Saw and a prequel to, uh, 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 to Saw 2. So basically, this is the Saw 2 before Saw 2 based on 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 the uh, on, on the story so um set in events of between the first two films john kramer aka jitsaw travels to mexico in hopes of an experiment procedure that may cure him but long however the operator was proven to be an ass leading him to react an eligible and gruesome revenge for those of the who are responsible and um let me just say this y'all this was the best Saw movie in a long time. This probably the the, the best since the um the best since the very first one. And uh and let me just tell y'all like this was really really good. Like for me when it comes to the Saw movies, this is it's like one of those franchises that you have to like turn your brain off and just enjoy the uh the whatever Jitsu got of his sleeves or with the traps in it and, uh, and everything. But um but for this one uh, this was this was this was really good and I'm uh, really so surprised there. And um I can only say um the pacing, the traps in this movie, the music scores, the character uh, emotions and the and the twisted turns in this movie were, were, uh, were, was was really on point. And it was also great to see um, Tobin Bell and Shawnee Shaw back on screen together. And um, I gotta say, this was definitely a refresher to the, um, the, the to the Saw the, to the Saw franchise. And also, there is a mid credit scene that you have to the, the, the look after for. And um, and other than that, man, I would give this movie 
a a B plus grade. This was this was real, 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 really, really, real, really good. So I highly you guys recommend uh, to check this out if you guys are a fan of uh, uh, of the Saw franchise. And uh, uh, yeah, so this was really good. And um, and now our last piece of uh, movie review we're gonna talk about is uh is the creator. Which was directed by uh, Garrett Edwards. And in case you guys don't know who that is, um, he directed uh, um, the first uh, Godzilla movie uh, based on the uh, the Legendary Monsters universe, and also the uh, Rogue One, uh, 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 a Star Wars movie. And um, so the this one stars uh, John David Washington, and um, the plot is set in a future impact by wars. Between the human race and the force of, of the AI, following an special forces agent who was recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, who developed mystery weapons with power to end the wars by destroying mankind itself. So, when watching this movie, it had a lot of elements to Blade Runner, Aliens, um, ET, Terminator, and like uh, all the other side. It just imagine uh what the world could be like with AI in this future and like all that and like all the other stuff. So, um, the visual effects, the direction and the performance in this movie was really good. And, um, I was surprised that the budget in this movie was, uh, was 80 million and it looks, and it looks really good for, from the, from the budget that it made. So, um, a really good, uh, sci-fi, a movie, uh, we need, uh, it's been a long time since we had a good one in a long time. So, man, we need to start making more sci-fi movies that, like, like this uh, more, more often. And, um, so, so yeah, um, uh, we also had Gemma Chan, who was from the Eternals. She was in this movie and, um, the kid, uh, uh, the, 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 um, the, the, the robot kid in, um, in this movie. So, um, I, I was surprised. It looked like a uh, it looked like the boy it looked like a boy in the movie, but um, but reality is that it was a it was a girl. I was surprised because um, I remember uh, watching um, the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy, uh, that that kid in the movie. I thought that was a boy too, and uh, it was a really um, uh, uh, a girl actor, and uh, that that was really surprising. But um, but but yeah, the um, the child actor um, that she did re uh, really good. And uh, let me just say, uh, there was a lot of motion uh, in this movie that that, that made you want to tear up. So get your tissues just in case, and uh, uh, if you need it. So that, that that's all I can say. Uh, uh, much uh, much about that. And um, man, we had a lot of things that 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 may happen um, uh, in the future. So. Uh, and a lot of these movies can, can tell you anything, so uh, just uh, be prepared for the uh, for the future. And um, so, uh, Garrett Edwards, you hit another home run with, with this movie, man. So uh, the, this one was was really, 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 really good, and I enjoyed myself with this. And um, and I was not bored with with it at, at, at never. So um, and um, and um, another reference too. This was kind of similar to um to Man of Fire, and uh, if you look at um how John David is watching it acts, it, it, it kind of looked like it. Um, you could see like a, his father Denzel watching it was looking at his ear, so like um 
if you pay attention like to the actor uh, you you get what i'm saying there but um yeah but uh other than that man this uh, this was really good um i would definitely give it um a b plus as well um it had its uh flaws in, in there but um but 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 it was still good nonetheless but um uh, other than that um that's all i have for uh, for, for you guys today um if you're watching me on YouTube, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell where new videos are uploaded. And also comment comment down below what your thoughts and opinion that I have discussed today. And also, if you're listening to me on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast or streaming platform, don't forget to follow me there as well. But uh, other than that, folks, this is Trico, and I'm signing off, y'all. Peace.